Tell me about this book. How's it going? Well, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm behind. I'm behind on my book. And, uh, it's pretty well polluting my days and nights, if you really want to know. Well, how much have you written of it? Not one word. Creative problems, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose I can help you with that. Limitless supply. <laughs> this is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 433. I'm Scott Johnson, hmm. joined today by Brian. He also has writer hair. Dunaway. Oh, I do have writer's hair. Mm -hmm. There's gum in it as well. Mm. Oh, hi. Mm. You know, they say we can only access 20% of our brains. Here, take this breath mint. It will let you access 100% of your fresh breath and cost like eight cents a pop. Now you are limitless. Go forth and make the love. Clean your house and make some spreadsheets. Not necessarily in that order. You will conquer the world, you minty, smooth talker, you. Don't do drugs. Oh, are you back already? Yeah, those mints, they only last like 10 minutes tops. But don't worry. I have a whole baggie of mints for like eight bucks. You just have to chain suck a mint every 10 minutes to keep being limitless. Oh, did I forget that part? Well, shit breath. Them are the brakes. Don't do brag. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Twenty percent. I'm lucky. To use ten percent. Now go forth with this bag of mints. Make the love. Buy a suit and become a hot shot day trader. You are limitless. Also, I think you were only accessing like five percent of your brain. It's like everything you know is from crappy movies. Really, don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, Neo I there just, with the fighting. He learned that from. I the just movies. like the fact that he introduced the term chain suck. Yeah, yeah chain, chain suck. suck. You got a chain suck. Yeah. yeah, chain suck. That's awesome. Also with us, Randy G. I think the lawyer might be Dirty Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. Hi, Randy. Did I ever tell you boys about the time I created a highly successful designer super drug? Nope. True story. And you're going to be like me if you, uh, well, you're going to end up dead. I'm dead. Now, nothing causes the entire world to divide up into two factions of people who want to either have sex with you or want to kill you, like acquiring a whole mess of power and money. Mm -hmm. And, of course, a trip to the salon where you get rid of that supernaturally scruffy long hair. Anyway, rest in peace me. Rest in peace you. <laughs> but have fun getting laid first. That makes it all worth it. Nice. This is good. So true. This is good advice. So true. Uh, finally, with us, Brian, your biggest mistake was giving a pill to the Armenian Ibit. Oh, so true. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Uh, so this week we watched the film Limitless. And oh, wait a minute. Let me take one of my special film sack pills. Oh, yeah. There we go. Ah, everything's totally crystal clear now. I'm picking up on so much of my surroundings. I mean, 
I can not only hear what Scott, Randy, and Brian are saying, uh -oh. I can detect other things from their audio about what's going on. Like, listen to Brian Dunaway. Ah, that tiny little gurgle in his stomach means that he just ate a McRib sandwich. And since McDonald's isn't selling them right now, that means he's got a stockpile in his freezer. It's true. And, and Randy. Wow. Randy's little vocal cues are telling me that the southern accent that he uses in his intros is his real actual voice. <laughs> and that the rest of the time, he's just doing a voice that's a calculated combination of Texas, Hawaii, and... There it is. Lithuanian. Mm, amazing. And uh, and Scott, yeah. say something, Scott. Uh, horse meat. Mm. Uh, well, nothing there. Oh well, you can't <laughs> win them all. Two percent of his two percent. If you're lucky, uh, that was fantastic. Oh, that was nice. Uh, hey, the movie is limitless. Everybody, limitless is the movie. That's what it's called. It came out in 2011. It's directed by Neil Berger. Uh, I love. Oh, I love a good Neil. Neil a good Neil Berger, Berger is so good. Uh, and it uh, stars your Bradley Cooper and your Abby Cornish and a bunch of other folks, including Robert De Niro, which I had no idea Robert De Niro was in this. Uh, yeah. I sat down to watch it. and uh, I'd forgotten that Robert. I've seen this movie maybe two or three times, and I'd forgotten until he, it's <laughs> right a very before for, watching it. It's a very forgettable role for him, oddly. Is it, though? I thought he was pretty good in it. I liked oh, him. Oh, he did. It. He did. He's really Bye. good in it. But it really, I mean, that could have been anybody, right? I mean, that yeah. could have been. Carl Van Loon could have been anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Was, oh, that's his name. Yeah, that's his name. No, you're, Hold on. You're Hold on. Loon. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let's just put let's put Nicholas Cage in there for a no. I'm no, not no. sure anybody. Uh, you okay. know what? Brandy's right. Close, Hold on. close no. to anybody. You're right. But you're right. You're right that Busey could have done it. Woo. He yeah. Been, Busey could totally have done it. Oh, that would have yes. been fun. Yeah, I could have done I, Busey. I, I wouldn't believe Bradley Cooper could outsmart Busey. I mm. think. <laughs> do you think it's it a little weird that the i mean i hate to jump this far ahead but I, it always struck me as a little strange that that if de niro ended up knowing all about this pill why wasn't de niro taking the right pill? right so i'd learned about Probably that like about the side effects and exactly mm. it's a calculated in, risk for him okay. the entire film hinges on one little thing that the almost dead guy says mm. this entire movie you have to you have to really go all in on the guy the brother-in-law who first gives him the drugs before he dies yeah. when he says uh you know it only works on it only makes really smart people smarter in the first place and he right, just right, it's right. a throwaway line and you're just like you might miss that but Burn if it, but he may he may as well have been saying it only works on one person in a million and you yeah. happen to be the one because mm -hmm. like that 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 drug otherwise like it makes no sense this is it's the most yeah, it, but thing. then <laughs> but then i mean there'd be a chance that he wouldn't be able to like you'd have to go around giving everybody one of these and seeing which person it actually uh yeah. works on they they play into that a little bit more with the tv show the whole like um you oh, have to be the right the there is a tv show and it's it, it's it's a sadly uh, canceled after two seasons TV show that I thought that Tina and I loved. It was really, really good. Um, probably Netflix. one of the most likable, it is on Netflix, and one of the most likable uh, main characters who um, uh, Eddie actually interacts with in the first episode and, you know, halfway through the season, Bradley Cooper is in, you know, is in this show. Which is pretty cool. That's Did that guy do anything else since? Is he... Uh... Uh, yeah, that guy, uh, uh, you know him from a bunch of things. Hold on a second. Let me pull up his his name because um, you see him all around. Uh, Jake McDorman is the guy's name. Mm. Um, and you've seen him in. 
such films as mm. uh live free or die hard uh mm. uh let's see here american sniper oh oh i like that it's another bradley uh, cooper deal. what we do in the shadows oh right in what we do in the shadows the tv show he is the long lost reincarnated boyfriend of one of the vampires oh he's the guy who works at the parking garage <laughs> yes awesome okay oh, now great. i know who this is and he's great. the main character in he's the he's the new eddie mora in uh in limitless and he is we, the most likable main character you'll ever see in a tv we need show to, we need to stop just a moment i, I I've, I've spent at least a month since i've insisted that everyone watch what we do in the shadows uh <laughs> it is it is the funniest show on tv it is it is the true epitome of Matt Berry. It is Matt Berry playing the role he was born and trained to play. Mm-hmm. You have to watch the show. Yeah. The second best movie of uh, 2015. I would also recommend watching the movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. but it is it is utterly fantastic that, that we live in a world where they were somehow able to pull off that TV show and make it work. That's and I think it it you know hinges on the fact that they kind of like Limitless found a a group of actors to carry on the show without having to rely on any of the actors from the movie. Mm-hmm. And you, you do get, you know, you do get some of that, the movie, uh, Jermaine Clement and mm-hmm. yeah, some of the people yeah. from the movie, but there's an the episode concept, able to carry it on themselves. Right. There's yeah. an episode in the first season of what we do in the shadows that we now have where everyone from the movie makes a cameo and it's awesome. Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> the, concept of, the concept of limitless is, is uh pretty good and it's been used elsewhere you know using your you know un- yes unlimited untapping potential. right untapping right. that whole 80 percent which which i think is a it's a myth isn't it's it? wrong it's a total right. myth yeah well, it's a myth. yeah the way they the way they place it the way they the way they put it it's always how it's phrased a lot of people say oh we only use 20 percent and it's like we only have accessibility to 20 percent is kind of how they framed it here so you know the brain does a lot of things. Yeah, other than, but know, all that stuff is shit. Like all that stuff is disproved. Right. There's no like we only use this part or can only access this right. part. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of well, like, and, do you have? Are you really good at shit or aren't you? Kind of well, basically. Yeah, and, what and, it and is. the real con- the real conceit here here is is the myth that everything you've ever experienced is still stored Useful? in your brain somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like your brain and, has <laughs> unlimited storage capacity, mm-hmm. but it's just encrypted. And, and like, and so something that happened to you that, 30 years ago is in there somewhere and mm-hmm. it's not, that's mm-hmm. just, that's, that's, what, uh, mm-hmm. that, that's what was most intriguing about this to me, because it's like uh, Bradley Cooper's exposure to any type of culture up to that point was mostly TV. And so everything mm-hmm. he knew was to, you know, the nth degree, on you know what he watched Bruce Lee fight. Well, that's right. great and all, but even if you saw it, how would you ra- actually apply it to each fight? And, right. and, well, plus that and stuff what kind was, of other knowledge was he getting that was was fictitious that he thought now he was limitless? Right, on? and even that stuff in those movies was you know that's choreographed fighting. It's not like yeah, a real fight. So. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I got I got upset pretty quickly when I realized that he his moral code was yes. wasn't mine was just wasn't mine. <laughs> like I because right. I was like oh. Oh, he gonna well, go cure cancer real soon. Like he's right. not forget all of these these problems that are immediate to him. You know what I mean? Like this right. is you're you're above all this now. Like the woman yelling at you out in the hallway about paying your rent or whatever. Like this is nothing to you now. No, no, it's something to him. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's too bad because. Well, like, that's their I, setup. I, like, they, I mean, that's yeah, how they, set it up. they even say that's it. Right. The first thing that uh, that he does with his new powers is realize that uh, sex. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it is the DS yeah, sex. Exactly. But I mean, it's like, it's like, oh, I can, I can uh, analyze. Oh, there's a little book in her uh, bag. Oh, and she's, you know, she's uh, angry at me, but I think she's more angry at herself. And like figuring out all this stuff, it's like, it's the and, Peter Parker accidentally touches a wall and re- realizes he can climb up it yeah. kind of moment. And they, and they put it and have they sex put it out, with the wall. Mm-hmm. They put it out there. <laughs> they put it out there immediately, and they kind of repeat it several times. What would you do? So it's like. Yeah. I'm going to do this. This is my, you know, my narcissistic personality. This is what I would do. I want to be president, which I never could quite land on what his end game was because really the right. only thing I really knew he wanted was to be back with his girlfriend. And he kind of got that. So mm-hmm. why does he need to be president? I didn't quite understand because if you're, if your desires are to be, a then writer, he can get back with all of his right. old girlfriends. So mm. he was wanting to be a writer was his original dream. So, right. And so like, writer? like I say, when he finishes the book, it's like, oh, wow, bravo. But no right. one would actually do that. No one would waste any time that like you would suddenly realize, oh, wow, I have a very limited amount of time to maximize whatever it is that I'm going to do uh, while until this runs out. I am you know, like you would not sit and write a right. book. But no. but it was mm-hmm. it was a fun. This movie is a thought experiment, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Taken completely to, you know, fruition. So it's, it's interesting to yeah. see people's different motivation. Yeah. It's uh I do like oh, go ahead. I do like the fact that you know the first thing one of the first things he does, which should be the very first thing you do, it's kind of like the genie wishing for a million wishes, is mm-hmm. figure out how to synthesize more of this drug. Um yeah. and we find out he is not smart enough to do that. So I guess there are limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's he's limited his is <laughs> his own personal unlimited potential, right? I mean, it has to do with what his desires are and what direction he's willing to. It's put the unlimited it. potential, but right. he, whether or not he reaches that or does, makes mistakes isn't really the part about the limitless. It's just that he could, in in theory, on this on this stupid drug. But the movie ended up being so much more of an allegory about addiction than I expected. Yeah, it and, really oh, was. Yeah. yeah, it really was. It was really, I thought that stuff was handled really well and was in some ways kind of obvious and opaque, but also uh, pretty accurate. Like if you've got a, like even if this stuff is not, physically uh addictive uh, or right. de- physical dependence isn't part of this it wouldn't even matter i mean part of it was because you just all run down and flu when you're not on it and that is you know it's a sign of physical dependence but but even right. if it wasn't you would still the addictive behavior would continue because why wouldn't you want to constantly be right. with and this grounded that, and this grounded the film for me that was important for them to have some I, truth I agree i agree in that yeah, yeah, I it totally agree. Me. That worked for me as well. I mean, I, I guess it goes without saying, maybe because I've already talked about it in positive ways, but I ended up really liking this. I was surprised how much mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed this movie because I just thought it would be, I don't know, Ibit it, it has sung its praises before and I thought, well, if he liked it, I'll probably like it. So I'll eventually get yeah. around to it. And so the fact that we got to do it here <clears throat> is kind of cool it's, because then we can talk so about it. It's so much better than Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it, it's you a, know, it's a, it's a whirling dervish of tropes. But they're they're all tropes that you feel comfortable with mm-hmm. in the setting of the film. You know, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not it's not. Oh, they they didn't know what to do with this character or this other, uh, you know, subplot. Like everything is very uh, you know, self aware <laughs> in this film, yeah. and it's okay. But at the same time. You, you really have to check your brain. Like you, you get to be limited as much as you can because right. it, it all You've got builds. to turn off a hundred percent of your brain to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's nice about Bradley Cooper. And I think this is just speaks to his overall appeal and you know, his career 
Um, he has a he he definitely can move from this run down, beat up writer with a cloud clouded brain. And excuse me for a minute, I got to go barf out in front of your hotel. Kind mm. of kind of mannerisms okay. to okay being, agreed, but who among us? was ever able to stop imagining that the narrator of this film was rocket raccoon (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean there was a bit of that sure but i I guess what Uh, i'm saying is he he can pretty seamlessly move from that to this incredibly brilliant ridiculously handsome well-spoken dude and he's just good like bradley cooper's good good. and he he, Mm -hmm. he lives in these roles and it's true of like everything i've ever seen him do and yeah, you can hear a little Rocket Raccoon, of course. But, Bring me uh, that guy's leg over there. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a little bit of Gilbert apparently. Yeah. That as well. <laughs> it's okay. He, he is an odd bird, though, because I always see Bradley Cooper, and right away, I just want to hate him. Mm. But then he always, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't hate you. I can't root for you, it's but too likable. Mm-hmm. You're kind of likable. I hate it. Yeah. You can't be. You can't be mad at the man for hooking up for with with thirty women like in five minutes. I guess you could. But uh, he's, <laughs> it's. I didn't understand. I didn't understand. Well, there's the a couple of chicks. There's a couple of chicks in the bucket, and I, I need to understand these chicks in the bucket from <laughs> right from okay. you, from and you one guys. very one very specific chick that probably her remains fit in the bucket. Yeah, probably in a bucket. Right. So the girl did he did he kill the girl or did they do it and set him up? I I think that uh, I think that he did and just doesn't remember it. And it's kind of. I mean, I I know that he gets off because the uh, his lawyer is able to kind of rig that lineup right. but it is kind of okay. like waved off like eh, okay we're gonna forget about that whole thing okay but that's a trope it's called karma houdini mm. and <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be entertaining mm. you're supposed to you're supposed to come away going "Ooh, uh, he can't remember if he did what it you know what if intrigue. what if he did or did mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no there's yeah. The, that's totally true but then there was another one which was um oh what was it oh crap the other big chick in the bucket for me was what it was well i melissa or uh i i hate that we didn't get to fully fully get to explore melissa's character i'm i'm curious if they did oh they did kind of leave her hanging yeah and anna friel who played uh played in pushing daisies tv series yes i love her i like her yeah she's she's great uh and we, we never get to hear her real accent either like she's as british as british gets or something and and uh yeah, but she just kind of weaves in and out and just all, almost as a conscience, almost like a, almost like, you know, tells him what's going to happen. The this foreshadowing, but she just really just kind of disappears. Yeah. There really wasn't a lot. Of, I mean, I feel like a lot of characters had this problem. They just kind of went away after a while. And weirdly, I was just kind of okay with it. Like, again, I think the movie does a pretty good job of not making me care too much. I only have one really major issue with the movie and it was, the girl, she takes one pill. She's in, she's at the park. She's mm-hmm. trying to get away from that freaky dude. And she's now smarter and can think of the way out. The pill yeah. gives you the way out. What's the way out. And she chooses the way out is to go out on the skater rink, pick up a kid and then slice the guy in the face. <laughs> I, with her skates. That was my favorite. I'm going to use this kid as a switchblade. It was stupid. Well, yeah, it's basically awesome. like, stupid. all right, which one of those people can I effectively carry and swing around? Like which one of those was those people it, with ice skates right. is light enough that I could do it. Cause it, her it, looking, it, it her really looking answered the question. It really did answer the question though. Why didn't Lindy, why didn't she continue to use the drug? Because she like she woke up the next morning and went like, oh, crap. I don't want I this. just used a child as a human shield or knife. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, and I'm not doing that again. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but it's just yeah. if, if from effectiveness, like when she was hunting around, she sees the baseball bat, she sees the guy with the Clippers. Yeah. I would have gone with the baseball bat or the Clippers. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Like, what you're gonna yeah. go? As soon as they showed the skate, I went, "Oh, they're doing the skate. They're gonna do the skate." Mm-hmm. Like, I like mm-hmm. the skate though. That that man, I that that it. father was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to fend off an attacker who's been chasing me for the last five minutes. Thank God your daughter was around. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Weird. Yeah, so, so can we talk about improvised weapons? This movie probably mm-hmm. takes the cake. Sure. Yeah, oh, I yeah. like it's. It was like um. It was like an early Jason Statham action film with improvised <laughs> yeah, yeah. weapons. Transporter. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought I actually thought for just a second when he first goes uh to meet a guy in a cafe early in the film, uh I thought, oh, that's Jason Statham. It was mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I was convinced yeah. for just a minute. The Armenian. Convinced. Yeah. Yeah. He he uh, is uh, anyway. that guy's great. I he he ate up, he chewed up the scenes for me. I think that that uh, oh, my. Armenian dude was great. His that that was Robert John Burke. Is that who that was? Is that is that right? Name. No, wait that a minute. Let me see. What was what was the actor's name? Was it Pierce? I don't know. He's great. Anyway, though. I just no no. It's Gindy. Go ahead. You, you need to you need to fight for your life, and you see some syringes. Okay, sure, yeah, those are weapons. But a piano, a piano is a weapon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that guy never hire a henchman who's already got one full cataract. Because if you poke at the other eye with a needle, then right. he's screwed. Right. He's blind. Yeah, he's as a already bat. he's already uh, hand, not handicapped, but like already has a. Yeah. Right. <laughs> also, yeah. that that scene confused me because I was like, if you've only got one eye, you would think you'd like be very protective of the other, and he <clears> was just like all like, I don't care. I'm just gonna. Whatever safety glass is not for me. Well, and that, so then he gets stabbed in the eye, and then he's got there's two people in the room besides himself. One's his friend, and one's the guy he's trying to kill, and he's just shooting randomly. I don't care who I care. Yeah. That's that's a that's an example of too dumb to live, and it's one of the things I disliked about this movie. Mm. You, you, that, seriously, that that person should never have made it this far in life ever. <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> Well, he's some dirty Armenian thug who doesn't he's he doesn't have access to the pills that Vasily over there is eating like it's nothing or putting yeah. in his veins. So I think he's just I don't know. He's you're, he is too dumb to sur- survive. And mm-hmm. it, he just got lucky and he finally made it to a place where there was no way he was going to make it. But his poor buddy there like just mm-hmm. <laughs> just gets shot by the blind guy. The only yeah. thing he could hit the broadside of the barn turned out to be his his partner which is pretty funny has anybody did, do all armenians i suppose that was armenian i, I i've they, been do, saying that because i don't actually know right but, do, do yeah, they do so, they all yeah. right do they do they all slap their neck when they're taking pills dry like that because that was just oh. the best <laughs> is, that, right, is that the armenian way of taking a pill dry yeah <laughs> it's 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 stage acting is what it is it really yeah. suddenly felt like oh wait this person is a stage actor mm-hmm. who's trying to get an audience to to go along with what he just pretended to do, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. but it was awesome. I liked it. Uh, it. Yeah, I'm start seriously. Like one, that a, always, yeah. a one-eyed gun henchman is as as dumb as Samuel L. Jackson standing in front of an open pool of sharks in deep blue. Sea. Like <laughs> right. seriously, that's right. how dumb we're talking. Yeah, they're pretty dumb. Uh, except that you know they don't. You felt like Samuel L. Jackson was like a main character, and then suddenly he wasn't. Which was a mm-hmm. really weird thing in that movie, but even more, um, than, even more than the Seagal moment in Executive Decision. Sure. Uh, yeah. I didn't know this, but apparently Sheila Booth was uh, Shia, if you want, whatever you want to call it. So him. they say. Supposed yeah. to be cast as Eddie. Had to drop out after badly injuring his left hand in a car accident in 08. Now, if that's true, great. If it's not, great, I can, but I can see him fitting the part of this 
I could see him doing the role. I don't see because he's a lot of people don't find him likable at all. And so instead you put Bradley Cooper very likable in here. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if this would have worked. I yeah, totally agree. Like a, totally agree. That's the kind of trivia where it's like, who can we come up with that is so the opposite that it's a it's a troll? Mm. Yeah, it mm. might be. I mean, it very well might be, and there's no way for me to verify this. But if he wasn't in fact considered for it. In 2011, his star... Nobody plays spastic like him, though. He... (laughs) Manic. Spastic. Yeah, Yeah. manic. He would have run down the hall going, no, 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 every time he did anything. But but he was like... You know what I'm talking about? We're we're talking about 10 years ago for casting this film, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, So, like, like we need to add, let's see, Jonah Hill was considered. Was he? He was still huge then. No, I'm I'm adding adding ridiculous names. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. but but what I'm saying is he would have been. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, these are all. I mean, I could see uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I could see. um, uh, Let's see. I'm adding Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. <laughs> Why Tyler Perry? Uh, what about uh, three named kid from Third Rock from the Sun? Uh, oh, yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt, I could see. Yeah. Oh, and Hayden Christensen. Sure. Hayden Christensen was was considered for the oh. lead role in Limitless. <laughs> Didn't he play in a movie that was similar to this? No, that Didn't was Push. Like a... Or not Push. Um, it's the one where you could teleport push. anywhere. Was it yeah, Push? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Push. Was uh, it? it was Push. It, it was Push. Push. Yeah. Push. push. Push, start, push, starting to sound push. weird. Just keep push. saying it; it'll sound right. Push. It's starting push, to sound push. starting to sound really funny in my head. But yeah, that was the one where you could go. He could he could leap to the top of the of a pyramid from New York, right. And just be there. Oh, you right. said Hayden Christensen. I thought you were saying Thomas Hayden Church. Okay, I can see that now. Yeah. Oh right. wow, Thomas no. Hayden Church. That's way, that's a, no, that's, that's way better. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're making we're making false rumors about casting. <laughs> right. You right. just you just went way over my badness. Mm. <laughs> you know what? It can be kind of fun. This is a weird idea, but why not swap the roles? Let's have Robert De Niro, who's you know here. I think he's in his sixties or something. Right. Oh, ha- I like that. Have idea. him be like you know he's a janitor at some high school. I don't know what. Yeah. Nothing then, to lose, kind of guy. Yeah. Right? And then you get this pill, and then his whole life changes. And the bad guy is this Bradley Cooper guy that owns some huge thing, and he's young, and he's you know all this. Like that's almost a more interesting right story. Hmm. Right. I think so too. How yeah. about uh, we call that like bucket list or something? He could just like. <laughs> yeah. If, if it wasn't already taken, we could use it. It's already there's already bucket list. Yeah. yeah. Oh darn. So Ibit uh. Ibit during the week says, um, I know exactly what the gross out moment can be for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And here's what's funny about that, because I got to the scene where it was a very quick cut, but it was a like a flashback of where he barfed on his boss's desk. Yeah. Yes. And I went oh, yeah. and I went, Oh, this that's the one Brian scene. was talking about. That's the gross scene. Okay, cool. I'll talk to him <laughs> about it tomorrow. And then the movie kept going, and then he went out and upside down camera barfed hardcore out in the front of this ho- this fancy hotel yeah, like a, a multiple very, a very, yeah, yeah. A very uh a very chicken noodle soup puke yeah see and that's one where you've got to have you've got to have some sort of uh vessel too because he he had several puke bouts mm-hmm. like right. it was like bleh, and then bleh. yeah and you can't do that with like a all right i'm gonna hold this liquid in my mouth but not make it look like i'm holding this liquid in my mouth and then throw up yeah it's like one of the old those snl skits where they would put um <laughs> they put a hose a hose on their hand and they'd hold see. it with yeah they'd hold right. their hand you could kind of see it on screen <laughs> so yeah so then i thought oh that's the one he's talking about okay that's pretty gross i'll talk about that tomorrow and then the movie goes on <laughs> And then he proceeds to floor drink the blood of his fallen <laughs> Armenian villain. And I went, oh, that's the one. 
At this point, Nailed at this it. point, yeah. you gotta wonder what's what could be the fourth moment. Yeah, <laughs> what could have possibly? <laughs> what's gonna top like, those? Yeah, like what if he has to eat somebody's toenail? Right, yeah, like, right. And the thing is, I knew the movie was PG thirteen, and they couldn't go much worse. So yeah. I, I really did wonder at the blood scene. I went, can there, can there be one worse than this? Because I was I was hoping you'd flop around like a fish trying to suck, you know, oxygen out of water. That's what I was really. But Just it didn't really happen. Around. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like a magic carp on the floor. Why but didn't he I, just use the, the need? The hypodermic needle was right there. He could have like just injected like a, uh, done a little thing even Ow. with the blood on the floor just go and yeah, then jab, he couldn't, jab it into his vein. I, he couldn't breathe how diluted, how diluted would it be being processed through that i just made yeah zero. that made no sense he there's not enough do, there's not enough of a dose there certainly to last as long as it ended right. up lasting like come on right well, well maybe we're supposed to believe that he somehow ingested a full dose worth because like you know like this is just symbolic of him ingesting right. So, right. Like he actually ingested a gallon of this stuff, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, maybe because he'd already, maybe, maybe it was one of those things where he just had to believe in himself, and he just needed that. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> tropes. The, the power was <laughs> in the you power. All exactly. Yes, you didn't need the ruby slippers. <laughs> well, that kind of ended up being that in the end, right? Because he he claims well, that's he's, what he said anyway. Yeah, yeah. He claims he was done. I think he well, he just figured out a way to synthesize a non dangerous version of it okay I think. you think that's what it was and, yeah, then, and well we had that see there's the other chick in the bucket that maybe wasn't a chick in the bucket after all but that guy he said if you can do this in two months i'll give you two million dollars or whatever it was that right. doctor guy and then he grins at him and then that's the last we see of that dude so my thing yeah but is, we hear that i mean de niro says he shut that lab down right yeah, and he said do you think you'd be doing lab i'd have i have labs all over yeah. the city mm. i'm like batman mm. <laughs> so, i have a lab inside the lab <laughs> you didn't even know about so i what y'all think about the inception camera work kind of thing where it, oh where it, yeah those Infinite long zoom. that was yeah, cool that man was kind of cool yeah it's really a really cool. cool effect do you think if they were to do that now they would just use a drone and fly a drone down oh, the absolutely. sidewalk of new york absolutely. Yeah. maybe yeah. there's a quality well, yeah. to it though that goes through windshields and people's windows and yeah and, i mean you'd have to you'd integrate some special effects with it but but there's it, it's it, it's like it's a um there are seams that you can't see unless you're kind of thinking about it. Like right. you look off in the distance and there's a bunch of people who are just standing still, but then as you get it's, closer to them, then they start moving around and it's like, okay, I think it's tunnel you know, vision. Yeah. It's yeah. tunnel vision. And if you keep your eyes on the, you know, the outsides of it, which is really hard to do since it is tunnel vision. Uh, if you keep your eyes on the outside, you can see the, the, you know, the transforming. Yeah. The it's the whole idea yeah. of uh, tunnel vision, right? It's just to right, keep right. it in the tunnel. But it is, it's a very cool effect. I, and I'm guessing that they just had to station themselves further and further and further, do a zoom mm -hmm. and then use, uh, um, like sure, cross fading. Awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure it was a collection of zooms. They went and did a ton yeah. of zooms and then came back mm -hmm. and did a bunch of posts and it was very effective and the music was really cool with it. Mm -hmm. um, I just cool. I, I just I just want to say this is a good director. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the the film has problems on the there's there's certain things you just can't overcome, right? <laughs> like you, you're, this is never going to win Oscars. Yeah, but it was very well directed. I yeah. I thought yeah. I, I actually found myself going, okay. I I've also seen uh, a couple of other things Neil Berger has done. What could I watch that I ha I haven't seen? And the answer is Billions, the Showtime series. Mm. Oh, I hear that uh, is amazing, that show. I have not he seen apparently, it either. But... 
he apparently directs every episode like fincher directs every episode of Mindhunter, mm-hmm. and and I, i'm like okay i'm in i'm gonna go watch this oh that's not true actually though i was noticing that because i wondered if fincher did every single uh mine hunter and he hardly does don't it, no. tell me otherwise he does no, okay <laughs> i'll just say listen i'll just say the fincher paste is on everything so it's fine but there are a lot of mm, they got a bunch of directors fincher paste uh <laughs> so that show's so good i just finished that second season i love it um anyway okay so i other thing i really liked very effective and this is again director stuff uh and cinematographer stuff but i love how the filters and the lighting and the colors changed mm-hmm. when he was on the pills yeah. versus when he was off the pills. And I, and was, in some ways it was super obvious and most movies try to make that more subtle, but I liked the obviousness because but, it was like, okay, we're on the pill now. This is when we're right, on but the pill. Agree with me that if they dialed it down, it would have been more fun to discover as a viewer. Maybe, Please agree with me. maybe, I mean, because then you would feel more clever, right? Right, because Bradley Cooper's blue eyes are so dreamy in all cases, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so you don't have to do much around him mm-hmm. to, you know, to use to, to like use that effect. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when it when it goes so far that you're like, oh, this is a funny filter from my iPhone two. Like, oh no, it's too far. Is it is it filter mm-hmm. or is it contacts or is it just Bradley Cooper? It's just Bradley Cooper. <laughs> that guy's got. Well, I'm he sure some filter. Piercing blue eyes. Yeah, they're, they're pretty amazing. But he's he. I thought that just looked really effective, and he looked schlubby when he needed to, and tired and sick, and and then when he, when he wasn't, he was in tip top shape, and it was just a very well technically done way of making that all look, and I liked it. But this oh, movie wait. immediately reminded me how much I hate hate. The world of high finance and Wall Street stuff. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think I would. I need. I know we talked about money is power, and that's what this was kind of going. But really, do you need power for happiness? I don't think. No, so. you think don't. If he was fully. If he was able to fully unlock his potential, I just don't know if if he would pursue power because he's a writer. I mean, what was he really trying to do with writing? Most writers are not looking for. Power yeah, but they, they, here's right. what they were trying to push with that. When they were down in wherever they were, a Abiza or whatever, and he jumped off the cliff, they right. were trying to push this notion that he just had to have constant forward motion, had to be always sure. moving, right. had to be going. Always a crank, basically. Right, right. Yeah. And so what is that in modern society? Well, it's climbing this, you know, this ladder of capitalism if you're here in America, I guess. And you right. just keep going and keep going and keep going. I mean, I bought the conceit. That was okay with me. But it just makes me angry because it's, and it's any movie I hate. The world of like stuffy suit dickheads in a room figuring out how to topple some other company. I hate it. Freaking hate it. By the way, uh, they filmed that beach far away scene in uh, Nayarit, Mexico, mm. and I I did not at all think Mexico like when I, well they just they're no. just very quickly in. Simple. I, w- I was like you. You you said Ibiza. I was thinking Monaco. Yeah, Monaco maybe. Or... I was thinking Acapulco, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Ibit got it. It was it was Mexico. Yeah, you're much closer, Ibit. But I, for whatever reason, I was thinking more European, uh, Mediterranean something, and I don't know why I couldn't do no, that. I but it, been... it's just beautiful. It looks amazing. That wherever that yeah, is, that's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah right. Beautiful. There's there. there's a couple of ways that you can bring your audience in on what's going on in someone's head, and they chose a uh, you know a narration in this film. Uh, by the by our protagonist I, I was really i really wish they had done something with uh johnny whitworth i don't know what his character's name is oh my Vernon. gosh Vernon. i wish the he brother-in-law like, mm-hmm. yeah oh, the brother-in-law. Yeah. i wish he could have been like an american werewolf in london kind of dead guy just constantly popping up in, or in or mind. right like so so like uh like, bradley like cooper the, the bradley Obi-Wan ghost kind of thing right right yeah, it's kind of Bra- showing bradley up. cooper is at the police station right <laughs> and right. he finds out from the cop 
that they're the the dead body is missing and then you're right. like oh oh he was taking some other super drug and he exactly. su- uh, survived being shot mm-hmm. yeah right like I had this whole other movie in my head. <laughs> Me and Brandy must have been on the, the same path because I kept looking for that too. It's just like yeah, and of course uh, Johnny Whitworth is nobody like like re- relative Aww. to you know these other Hollywood superstars. He's and 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 when I first saw him and for a while I thought it was Ben Schwartz. You know, uh, mm-hmm. John Ralphio from Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody? Kind of yeah. A little bit. I yeah. Thought, I thought that was. That. Totally. Yes, and so I had a lot more sympathy for him as an actor until I realized it was this guy. Mm-hmm. How could you say he's done? You know, he's kind of a nobody when he was in uh, not one, not two, but six episodes of of the TV show Blind Spot, only credited oh, yeah. as ruggedly handsome man. <laughs> ruggedly handsome guy. Oh, poor Johnny Whitworth. But again, you got to go through your life looking like Ben Schwartz. Sorry. Yeah, that's really that's funny. the rule. That's the deal. So uh, uh, I was gonna say something about him, and I forgot what it was. Oh crap! It was real good though, and I forgot. But it. my one of my <laughs> sure. favorite one of my favorite characters in this. Oh wait, this no game. wait, stop! Oh, wait, sorry. okay, because you're because you know back, what you're gonna. Back. I'll bet you're gonna talk about the guy that was after everybody. This was the quiet man like, in the tan coat was my oh. favorite guy because obviously he refused to take the pills. He's like, no, I'm not taking the pills, but I am gonna protect the future. I'm gonna protect the the thing that I have chosen. And I'm going to protect it with all my heart. I'm not going to talk much. I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to follow somebody. And when I get a phone call, I'm going to answer it while I'm following somebody. And it's obviously me. Hello. Yeah, but oh, I, but I hated Uh-oh. that because he was sitting, well, if he was if he was supposed to go after Bradley Cooper, if he was right. he's sitting right there at the bench, they're alone. Yeah. He makes a phone call to him. He picks it up and stares at him. He was well, he was always point, there. Why, why point, chase him still- down? At this point, he's still investigating. He's telling him. He's trying to figure out no, what he's done No, because with the he pills. gets up from that bench and chases him across town and gets stuck well, on you've a been, bus. Once you've, been made, once you've been made, you're like, it's time to go. Let's, but it's he time should to know this. pretty much that the guy that he's chasing, or the guy that even he's suspecting is, uh, right. is taking the drug, is right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I'm so sorry, that, but he so was So is that just fun. coincidence that they ended up there? Or I don't is know. that what you're no, saying, no, He was tailing him. He was tailing him. He was tailing him. Yeah, of course he was. But he's great. I mean, I love that. That dude's super cool looking and just scary and yeah. weird i love that character though yeah man the tan coat. and those poor guys at the park man they got stabbed like multiple times oh yeah oh, just yeah. for helping just out uh, abby to help yeah Here, oh, abby the, Cornish. Get forget the... that what about the poor bodyguards who had their hands oh off oh man in a safe what? yeah with one of them posed yeah. in a middle finger bird throw <laughs> <Right>? the bird <laughs> the last thing that he did oh yeah well mm, you man <laughs> but see this is again speaks to i think good direction all of those things are stupid on the face of them and yeah. they somehow work like yeah it was mm-hmm. fine i i bought into all of it and when the bird was there i was like yeah dude that's right severed hand bird take that you thought you were gonna freak me out nope i got a bird i made a bird out of it like it's there's something the about it is worth two in the bush. That's right. That's no, what they always say. That's what they tell you. Uh, the, see, that's what works for this. This movie to me straddles the edge of what I think crank steps over the movie crank and steps over and just kicks you in the face with, uh, with Jason Statham. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, one yeah, where crank. he's got to, mm-hmm. he's yep. got to keep mm-hmm. going because crank. of his heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and so i love i think crank. that movie I went too. too far I, I can't i can't enjoy crank crank i, I can it. i can enjoy crank it's got a mean streak which i don't it's not my favorite thing but i i can enjoy right. crank i cannot enjoy crank too crank it's, two the is volume's terrible. a little I'm, mm. I'm i like loud music and i like loud movies but that was just a little it's like oh man you went you went to distortion you're just a little bit oh, come back just a little crank bit too. 
It's got Amy Smart in it, and I have a crush on her. So there's oh sure yeah, you do. what? Yeah, anybody who's seen Road Trip has a crush on Amy Smart. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think you can have a crush on her without seeing her boobs. I think. I no, think you can probably cannot. <laughs> you can. No. <laughs> can I? Well, uh, yeah. Can I? I just want to. I just want to point out one little thing here. Yeah. It just bugged yes. me. It's still on my mind. Yeah. It, I cannot get this out of my head. All right. So Eddie uh, takes this drug. And the first thing he, the first like real th- life changing thing he figures out is how to play the stock market. Yep. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, so not sleep with the landlady. It's play the stock market. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah got so it. he takes five hundred dollars. He makes two thousand. He takes two thousand dollars. He makes eight hundred. He's quadrupling his money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to go borrow a hundred grand. You're you're two days away from more than a hundred grand because you're quadrupling your money. I, it was so weird to me that yeah. he went and borrowed a hundred grand. Like he went to all the effort. He wasted so many Wait. hours of time on yeah. this precious drug to go borrow only a hundred thousand dollars. It makes zero sense because we've all done the game of well, what if you had one penny and you could double it every day? It takes no time. Yeah, right. no, and, it's and, exponential. And, it's exponential growth. If you have exponential right. growth, which was what he was well, experiencing, he would have had that in a day or two. It's, he's quadrupling mm-hmm. his money daily. Yeah. Now, if he had borrowed five million, I would have been like, okay, all right, he saved himself three days. You know, right. like I get that. Mm-hmm. But but he borrowed a hundred thousand dollars. I don't understand. Yeah, it's once so again, weird. It's once again, it's unlimited potential for his thoughts. Not smart people, right? Yeah. Because okay. as far as this is his potential, right? But also, I mean, I, I, where I would have backed out is the minute the guy said, "Okay, if you don't pay, I, I, I cut your skin and pull it over your head like a Melvin, like a blood Melvin." Yeah, right. Oh, jeez. My favorite thought experiment with that whole relationship of how he wanted, why, well, how he brought him a bag of money in a paper bag, yeah. and then later on wanted his money back or his payment, but he didn't want to check. I assume he wanted the money back in a paper bag. He has a very specific way he mm-hmm. likes to trade money. Yeah, you know. So heck, no, it must so, be in a bag. You want the cash? I want you to. I want you to know. I I may have told this story like a decade ago on FilmSack, but uh, I had a friend who was uh, who nearly became a delionaire in Austin. He uh, he got some er, some early uh, Del stock. A, a Del? Yeah, oh, I gotcha. I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I thought I he has know. has as much money as a Del. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're getting uh, a deal, dude, and some money. I have a friend who got some 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 Dell stock pretty early, wrote it pretty hard, but he didn't uh, he didn't stick with it. Like he he was afraid. This was in the late '90s. Uh, he was nervous that yeah, there was uh, a lot of cow boxes showing up in their houses, mm-hmm. right? No, that was Gateway. <laughs> yeah, I know, um, I know. That's what I'm talking about. So, okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, uh, he decided to cash out uh, all of his holdings at a brokerage and move his money to a bank. And uh, so he asked me to go with him to downtown Austin to do that. And the way uh, the way it was working, we were just basically going to go to one bank and take money to another bank. Mm-hmm. And that was going to avoid a bunch of fees that the first bank was going to charge him for that process. Were, were you were you the muscle? No, he just wanted he just wanted company. Oh, okay, okay, but okay. we went we went to the we went to this first bank. And got one hundred and sixty thousand dollars in cash and walked it two blocks in downtown Austin into another bank. Wow, you worth the muscle. And so, so and he had to do a <laughs> he had to do a bunch of paperwork at the other bank, but it saved him a significant amount in fees. They like bank fees were ridiculous. Yeah. And so, uh, so we go to this first place, which was the brokerage's bank, 
And they count out the money like four times right in front of him at a desk. And then my buddy pulls out a paper sack nice. <laughs> and put it in. And he was like, well, I mean, like, why make a big deal of it? We're, we're taking, we're like, why would I get like a right. locking briefcase or something? We're going, now, we're going two blocks. What's going to happen? I need to, right. I need to know, I need to know the condition of this paper sack. Now the one paper sack yeah. in, in the movie looked like it was like <laughs> leftover from Chinese takeout like or crumpled something. crumpled up and then reopened. Right. Like, yeah. Was, was yours like really crumpled up? Like it, it, it pulled it out of the trash can or was it just a. I think it was from HEB and I think it actually said HEB on the side. Nice. Like they're, nice. they're, Not they're groceries, they're, they're brown groceries bags actually had something on them i would and stick some bread a loaf of bread out of the top of that there you go like it's groceries yeah the and by the way one hundred sixty thousand dollars looks about that like when you counted out in hundreds uh That's it wasn't small. it wasn't as much as i was expecting i was expecting both of us to be carrying money right, right no it fit it fit very tidily in the space if i'm not here to help carry them i'm the muscle yeah you're the I muscle <laughs> so so hold on though so did, did, did were you guys nervous at all like walking in the street and going realizing how I, much money you had on you not or? my money <laughs> not really and that's the thing like when i was young and living in austin i never i was never you know like it's yeah. everything's just, fine. yeah it's you're like, invincible when you're that age it doesn't matter you don't think anything bad's like gonna that. happen sure i'm yeah. a white guy in texas carrying a bag of money i'm fine yeah, yeah you're all right <laughs> what have i got to lose yeah but i, I guess back then was it just like wire transfers that that was where the fees were that's where they would get you right and it was it was it wasn't that much but he had to go he had to go to both of them anyway right like it was like he was right. saving himself 40 dollars yeah but he had right, to go right. to both of them either way yeah. so why why not also make them give you the cash and walk and we, the cash and we over make fun of we make fun of people that do that but you know that's what rich people do rich people do stupid crap because it's like you're only gonna save 40 bucks yeah but i'm rich and i want to continue to be rich Oh, yeah, no, I look, I've got a, I, I can't use names here, but I have a, let's call them a family relative who's got tons of cash, uh, mm -hmm. three homes paid for. They rent the other two that they, they bought them for a bit, you know, as a moneymaker, you know, to rent them. Uh, right. They don't, they're, they're, they're humble in terms of their, you know, how they got their money. They just are tight. They keep every penny and they right. never spend anything. And they, uh, have you know all of this cash but you'd never know it because they're always yeah. like i'm not paying for that that's got so self, self-made people are are very uh frugal whereas the children of self-made people well not so much a different story. yeah i've watched born rich i love that documentary oh right? i have not seen that is that good hmm. Oh really? Yeah, Will it so just annoy me? Will the, it piss me off the whole time? Because I don't want to be. One of the, <laughs> they do a lot of stock market stuff. Yeah. One of the heirs of the Johnson and Johnson family decides to make a documentary about what it's like to to be born rich, hmm. and so he just he just is carrying a camera around all the time, and like right out of the bat, right out of the gate, his dad, who you know the the sort of like the senior manager of the family inheritance company mm -hmm. uh starts getting frustrated and it's like it goes from having uh, open family meetings to s completely secret family meetings with no cameras mm -hmm. and so uh so he realizes my fam my family is not going to let me film them as much so he starts filming his friends his rich friends because mm -hmm. when you're right. that wealthy you only know other young people who are also super rich and one of those is ivanka trump and uh it, it's weird because like that movie came out 10 years ago mm -hmm. and uh you know every like it was on hbo or something and people watched it but then like now nowadays it's it's like a trip back in time yeah. to see ivanka when she was like 22 or something she's mm -hmm. fake rich anyway see, we, we can't even imagine 
what it's like. That's the reason why I always give Corey Feldman such a, 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 a I give him such, uh, yeah, I give him such a pass. I'm like, yeah. he, he'll say something stupid, and I'm like, you idiot, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You grew up and everybody adored you, and it yeah. was just you just lived this totally different life than anything I could imagine. So you totally. can say crazy crap. Yeah. You never have anybody in your life who says <clears throat> no to you. Uh, you're yeah. going to get screwed up, and there's so many examples of that. Yeah, I, I think. I think that's all true. Uh, I I just don't know if I could get through a documentary like that. It would piss me off. Too oh, much. I know. Now that's different. Yeah. That's a different thing. Can I watch a bunch of morons? I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I may not blame you, but I also can't sit and watch you. I mean, morons that have zero conception of anything outside of their padded, their padded. Right. World. And when I say morons, I'm not really. I'm really probably more like ignorance. I mean, yeah, yeah, because they don't because they don't know. Life, they don't know. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, their idea mm-hmm. of you know slumming it is going to Starbucks instead of their fancy coffee place they like better. Like, right? They're they're they just don't have any concept of it, and it would just rub me wrong because I would, you know, they're the people you don't want to be stuck with if the zombies come. They're the last people you want in <laughs> right. the room right. ever. They don't, they're useless. They're absolutely Actually, useless. You, you say that, but then but then I think I would because they're, they're probably the crazy people that have some kind of weird uh, zombie kit in the back of their car. They bought on a lark. It's not these trip. kids. These kids are Not stupid. Kids. No, maybe the parents, maybe the the uppity dad who founded it all and was an immigrant right. and came over here with nothing and then built a multi-million dollar company. Sure, maybe that guy does, but anybody with money, like people that are just ridiculously rich, as soon as the zombies right. come and money means nothing, you better hope you got seat. plumbers, you better have carpenters, you better have guys that are good with the the shooting range and their and their hunting rifles. You, know, you mm-hmm. better you better There's be There's always an exception to the rule. I'm curious if y'all know anybody who was born filthy rich, like celebrity, that that made it through it and was just very sensible and reasonable. No, because yeah. really like personally, know anybody? I no. don't personally. No, no, know no. Just in the in the in the spotlight. Um, I mean, it's hard to say because you never really know what people's personal thing right. is. What they really, really like. But, yeah, because who I mean, knows? We talked about Joseph Gordon-Levitt earlier. I think he's he seems like he's well adjusted and. Yeah, but he didn't right. come from money, child did he? star. No, I guess that's true. Yeah, just child star. But he was star. a child star, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a. I guess there's probably a couple. That's of... that's. Yeah, I don't. I don't think of necessarily being born into money, but I think of getting a lot of money at an early age for acting. You right. know, child star kind of stuff. Yeah, he did okay. Ron so... Howard did okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good there's Ron definitely Howard. good examples. But it wasn't as much money, right? Sure. And then you got guys. You <laughs> really know, really the best. The people who are the best at growing up in with money like being born into money are the people we never hear of because they're not nah. dicks who are right born right. into money and like <laughs> being dicks yeah they're not on tmz every other day i got you okay yeah no it's right. a good point they're just quietly living about their lives in their palatial you know mountain mansion and right. not think and not mm-hmm. worrying about which is what i would do i would totally just like f the spotlight yeah. i don't need your approval i'll just go somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. That's I think that's why I don't like that lifestyle, because the ones I don't like are the ones I feel like they need to be in my face all the time. Right. That's it. We've discovered it. Look what we've done today. We've really. Mm -hmm. I feel better. It was it was a therapy. Yeah, we've done it. We've done it. Thanks a lot, Bradley Cooper. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Good job, Bradley Cooper. I'm going to play some clips now. There aren't a ton uh, because the movie's just not full of quippy things to capture. It just Mm -hmm. isn't. So I have like, I don't know, a half dozen of these, but they're okay. So here's uh, okay. I, 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 here's a horse shit science alert, everybody. So <laughs> get ready for this one. Here you go. And you know how they say that we can only access 20% of our brain? Well, what this does, it lets you access all of it. Oh, shut up, dude. All of it? Wow. Even the bad parts? 28%. <laughs> so, right. 
that was the hardest se- sequence on me because mm. I I have an X or two. I could mm-hmm. I could might might be run into uh you know an ex's uh sibling that I haven't seen in a decade. Sure. Okay. And they're they're not gonna give me anything. They're sure not gonna give me anything like really expensive and powerful in that right. meeting at all. They're probably not gonna have any interest in me. Why why is this happening? This I don't scene? know. It's like he was dumping it off. He knew his days were numbered. It was hard to read that guy. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I was supposed to feel, though, is that he was showing up going, yeah, we're great. Everything's great. Here's this pill. But really, everything's bad. And he's on the run because he's got this packet of pills he wasn't like, supposed you, to you take. Guys, you guys ever had like a – it felt like it felt like, like a, a high school friend who you hadn't been friends with in a while. And they're just like, they just want to get you involved. They want to impress you. For some reason, he wanted – Vernon wanted to impress him. This happened with me after high school. A guy got into uh, life insurance and <laughs> showed up my, at my door. And yeah, started right. trying to push me down this hole of life insurance. And he's using all the tricks of, we grew up together. And we did it and all this stuff. Yeah, and I never did it. Yeah. Find out two years later, that guy got arrested for child porn. So, hey, good job. Oh, jeez. Good job, buddy. Well, you got lucky then. I yeah. was really expecting you to say, like, yeah, this guy got into marijuana or something. He was trying to get you in mm-hmm. on it, too. But then life insurance. Yeah, <laughs> life insurance every, and then porn. Illicit yeah. porn. Every, yeah. every person from the past I haven't seen in more than 10 years, I run in to them and we're like oh let's have a seat over here in the park and catch uh-huh. up every uh-huh. single one of them has asked me for has found a way to ask me for money yeah. or favor money so, or know, join like, my my multi-level because, marketing like, scheme or whatever oh, buy cutco knives or oh, yeah. well that's because, that's because the that's because uh those mar- those those pyramid schemes always start with Start selling to your family yes. and friends. Yes. That's the first. That's no, the first and line. It's how you your destroy greatest families. resource is your contact list. I have yeah. people. I have family in Phoenix who who get into that stuff, and they sent me a text saying, "Hey, we should sit down and talk about this sometime." And I got. I decided this time. I got way out in front of it and said, "Nope," because a, I hate that stuff and I can't stand any of it, and b, I value my relationship with you, and so I'm not going to do right. that. We're not doing that. Yeah. And yeah. it was a little sticky for a while because they were they were unsure how to handle my forthrightness. But dude, at this stage of my life, ain't got no time for that. Yeah, <laughs> you better exactly. back it up now. I'm not going to give any niceties. We're not going to go to dinner, and I'm going to go. Oh, that's interesting. Well, you know, I don't know if we are really that interested. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to right <laughs> up front go no. But let's go to dinner for anyway and not talk yeah. about that. Let's just go. never mention that. Yes, yeah, let's exactly. never talk about this stupid idea you have ever again and line the pockets of some a-hole who thinks, oh, we found a we found a nut on the Amazon floor that when you process it, it uh, causes your penis to grow 55 feet longer than it used to. <laughs> like, whatever. You're all making wait, this wait. up. Wait, wait. There's a nut that does that? <laughs> Can I interest you in a meeting? There's a nut that sells it. Yeah. (laughs) That's a bad example, but you know. Uh, All right. Here is a, uh, what do you, oh, uh, I have a joke for you. What do you call Eddie Van Halen with cyber implants? And here's the answer. Enhanced Eddie. There you go. Enhanced Eddie. Enhanced Eddie. Get it? Because he's got the implants and now he's enhanced. Right, right. All right. This guy is great, I wrote. Because I don't see you before and I don't like you already. I don't like you already. Don't Where's like Mashmani? Bring yes, Mashmani to me. Mashmani. Reminds me of that. Uh, how how unlimited was he? Not very unlimited. No, he got a suit. 
That was how unlimited. Yeah, that's pretty was. much it. Yeah. You got a suit, a slightly better vocabulary, and slightly like you knew three new words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was going to get into his import export business, so he had some stuff. Flea. I like that word, the flea. Yeah. <laughs> I never I'm used that start word a before. Industries. Yeah. <laughs> but word of the calendar is the word today is flea. I use it five times, and then it becomes part of my vocabulary. Oh my gosh, Dunaway, so, you're right. He did become Vandalay Industries. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. It was, it was import amazing. export. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I just couldn't stop thinking constantly early on about how Eddie was wasting time. Really precious time. Mm-hmm. And part of the part of it all that amused me the most was that in one back-to-back, you see him go to the salon. Okay, you got to go pay somebody to make you look super hot. Like, I guess I actually thought for a moment, oh, he took a pill that makes you a supermodel. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... But then back back to back, he goes to the gym. Like no, no, no. no well, it wasn't that so guy. much a gym. It was like an empty room where he was doing setups in front of a mirror, basically yeah, no. like the worst what, gym what in it? New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, what is he, Rocky? Yeah, you're Balboa. It was all by was himself. Like two hour fitness or something like that. Yeah, he wasn't in there very long. Uh, here's a bad way to go. I wrote. Here you go. You don't pay. You know what we do? I cut you at waist. Peel your skin up over your head and tie a knot in it. You don't die from this. You suffocate. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. How, I'm pretty sure you, you die from that. How I'm do pretty... you do the arms? Like, do you oh, do you cut question. around the arms or? Right. Uh, Wait, let's. Think. That's not to think about it. I think it's one of those threats. It's like the more you think about it, the less you want to think about it. Because yeah. sometimes I even have a hard time taking a sweater off. I don't know how you're going to pull right. my skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, and you're gonna die. You're gonna die. It's a, it's a, well, he did say you don't die from the cut; you die from the suffocation. Is what he said. Right, right, right. right. Oh, you're not gonna you're die from suffocation. suffocation. You're gonna die from the pain. You're just gonna pass out. I think you just quiet. pass out. Yeah, like that's right. not gonna feel good. None of that feels mm. good. And then the thing no, he was gonna do later shocked. with you know dragging his twenty feet of intestines out—that sounded awful. Right, that guy was gross. Um, the the movie was almost R. They MPAA just eked in the PG thirteen barely. They didn't have to make any cuts, but. You could see why. because they had Bradley Cooper come in and talk him into it. Come on. They came come in on. all handsome and said, listen, I'm going to drink on. blood, but it's fine. It's PG-13. It's Let's fine. It's fine. I'm going to do it very tastefully. Yeah. All right. Here's a um, <laughs> here's not great dialogue. I didn't think this exchange was very good, if I'm to complain about anything. Those things saved your life. But they weren't me. Yes, they were. No, the way it works. I know how it works. I get it. I totally get it. You feel invincible. I get it. That's right. Yeah. It's a melodramatic Vernon, moment. You know, Vernon was the worst. I mean, I know he got shot in the head, so that was good, but uh, <laughs> that he was, was just good. the worst. Got his sister addicted. He's just like, who? Yeah. He, he was just giving those yeah. pills out left and right. Here, take some of this. Yeah. Take some of this. He was kind of bad. Uh, but also, well, I don't know. I got a lot of questions about how you move forward with a company who now, you, you've heard him admit that they make the pills, and mm-hmm. I don't know something there maybe the tv show picks up that where that left off and goes. um a little bit i mean you even get you know bradley cooper and his political rise and all that sort of thing but i'm trying to remember um there is talk about where the pills come from the manufacturer of them and mm. and that sort of thing I, I don't i don't think i want to know yeah i don't know yeah, if i do yeah. i am gonna watch that season though everyone says it's worth seeing so it's so good yeah 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 i was gonna say this uh i forgot the ultimate chick in the bucket by far for me is this unpublished book. The whole plot yeah. device yeah. is, hey, I was under this influence and and wrote this book finally, and it's brilliant, and the lady can't put it down. Therefore, it will be the most popular book ever, and I'll make millions from that. They never even did anything with it. They mm-hmm. they showed it they showed it later for like just just a hot minute, 
It was on. It was like when he was at. Full of them. Yeah. Yeah. When he was at his little. Uh, yeah, I guess but... that's how he got his fame and how he was able to become become a politician is what it was kind of. Is that tool. the implication? Because they really didn't. I, I think express that's what that. they were implying. Okay. All right. Maybe I was. Maybe I missed the subtlety of that, but it just seemed like the book got forgotten completely, and it yeah. was important in the beginning. I thought that's a, that that would be the thing that would rocket him to his success. And truthfully, if you want to do this without getting the hundred grand from freaking sleazy mobsters. Just have your super right. successful book because you were on the pill. Yeah, I didn't understand why you couldn't get another advance if the book was so dang good. Yeah, I mean, if it was the greatest book ever written, is what it sounded like. Yeah, here's so, a great uh, Matrix joke. You always like one of these. Don't wear the same color suit. This isn't the Matrix. Don't wear the same color suit. This isn't the Matrix. I like <laughs> it. That was good. Yeah. I love it when movies are aware of other movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're in the same. So confirmed in the Matrix universe, Limitless. No, they're in our universe, oh, the okay, one where yeah. we all saw the Matrix. Got it. Are these? Is right. this a Warner Brothers production? This film? Because maybe oh, that's why probably. they can say that because it's a Warner know. Brothers. Joint. I don't remember seeing the dun 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 yeah, dun 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 dun. So. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't have a big bat flying in the sky transforming into a WB. So I'm pretty sure not. <laughs> I had to finish it because Brian started it. All right. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Glad you did. Yes. Here's uh, them using the name in the movie. Limitless Supply. We know you can't get anymore. Yeah, limitless. See, got snuck that. In limitless. There. Yeah. Good job. Virgin, and it was distributed by Relativity. Indeed. 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 All right. Relativity. Now we have this. It's the film sack checklist. He looks great even when he's lumpy and gross. Check. <laughs> Skate to the face. Check. And finally. Just me in a box of hands in the base. Sorry, just me in a box of hands in the back seat of the taxi. Check. I just think you should have shut that lid. Box of hands. You yeah. got. You got to have a box of hands. It feels like you should shut it and tape it shut, though. You know what Amazon I mean? Amazon delivery. Yeah. I mean, well, whatever. Body parts being delivered in the mail, sort of seven style like that. That's got to mm-hmm. be a trope of some sort. I'm yeah, just, I was I was definitely screaming, don't open the box. Yeah. I was definitely mm-hmm. sitting there going, don't open the I'm box. I'm just saying, I can count on 35 fingers how many times I've had that happen. <laughs> 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 Nicely done. Uh, all right. A Trek connection. We have one. Cindy Katz played Marla Sutton, uh, the mom, I think, or the, sorry, the wife of the dying um, right, right. executive guy. Uh, DS9 Cindy played, Katz, she meow. played Yatepa in the third season episode, Second Skin. And then Voyager played the Cardassian Kajel in the seventh episode, seventh season episode, Flesh and Blood. Uh, and soundtrack gave it a G for great. I liked it. It was really good, effective, and fun. Oh, you're right. I ha- I didn't. Okay, I have to say though, I didn't think about the soundtrack. I, I never, th- I never thought about the score the entire time watching this movie. That's very rare for me. Hmm. I did when the 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 super zoom was happening all the time. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when about the only mm-hmm. time I remember really. And it was really effectively uh, matched with it. I thought it was really good. But other than that, you're right, and maybe that's good. Sometimes in a movie, you don't want to be distracted by it. Um, it was a very light touch. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. All right, uh, this is where you guys get to sum up this damn thing in 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Limitless. You will never believe how easy it is to get women in this town to have sex with you. All you have to do is take this one little pill, and even a married woman who hates you because you owe her rent money will ride you like a Saturday night at Ibbot's house. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't actually see that one coming. Nice job. Snuck it in at the end there. Uh, All right. Well done. 
Also, take your pants off, Bradley Cooper. Don't have them down Oh, here. wow. I thought you were talking oh, to me on. for a minute. I'm like, Scott. Put them back on. Yeah. Put them back on. Take your pants take off, Take your Randy. pants off, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> they should have been off this whole episode. All right. Um, let's uh, now do Dunaway. Do no, okay. Dunaway. Limitless. Like a designer drug pocket built into your fancy tailored suit. Kind of neat, but not very useful. Mm. Don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that seemed weird to me because it just looked like a zipper. Have a little secret pocket. Oh, like every other the, thing has. The, like there was that. something. There was something very magical about those beans that were in that bag that they called pills because they never really. He always seemed to have more, even though he kept taking like two a day. It seemed like mm. every time I saw the bag, it was just like, yeah, it's like oh, that the bag that he had hidden at his girlfriend's house. Like oh, that seems like about the same amount that he started with. Yeah. I I know we're in the middle of Twitter posts. Don't lose that, but. <laughs> It is ridiculous that this disheveled, scared man could find the thing that the henchman that came and yeah. killed a guy and yeah. ransacked his place couldn't find. That is insane. That doesn't happen. There's no way that happened. Right. Maybe he still just had a little bit of the drug in him. Just a, just a little just bit. A you know what I'm saying? The first bit. time. Yeah, before the first he time he ever well, he knows that He knows that that guy never cooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, but he was still riding off that first drug. No, he hadn't. Oh, been. okay. So this was the day drug. after. Right. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah. I see what you mean. Mm. Residue. He had just Residue. A, yeah, he had a, a little bit of a hangover going. Yeah. Oh, oh, Bradley Cooper had a hangover. Ah, <laughs> oh, very bit, nice. He bit, he bit his, right, he actually bit his lip and he, and he, he got a, like a recharge. It was. <laughs> okay sorry please 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 uh all right uh where were we oh brian Ibbett, your turn i think limitless all of this infinite zoom is gonna make me barf upside down oh my god three m adhesive rubber bumper pads <laughs> oh that really did gross me out it was a pretty effective those, those barf. three m adhesive yes, rubber yeah. bumper pads yeah. with the little transparent pads you put on the bottom of things that yeah. are circular yeah, and yeah, yeah they're like little yeah. yeah they keep it from scarring up your table and stuff like that's uh, what they do yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly <laughs> <laughs> and, it keeps like your, and it keeps you from it also keeps you from slamming the uh, uh the cabinet doors if you put them on the little oh right corner. right they don't make as much noise true yeah, as far as because, i know there are no such things as tablets that are like little transparenty looking plasticky ones i don't no. think they exist nope. no, we, well, we could have asked uh we could have asked dan uh right. patrice about that i but. take the dye free uh benadryl it's uh it's close to that but it's a little larger it's a little really it's like a little uh, uh clear thing like a... it's, it's clear it's just pretty clear really it's, yeah die die free medicine is usually like that because it die free what is die? yes oh, if, if you live if free you or die a, free if you take a die free liquid uh capsule it capsule it will be clear mm. i'm looking right well now. and let's agree those pills were badass like oh they're cool oh. Yeah, that was a great little mm-hmm. bit of design for the movie i agree i mean it wasn't breaking bad badass but it was pretty cool there are some it. there mm-hmm. are some decent looking Pills, but they're mostly multicolored and not so much trans. I'm looking at a bunch of pictures here, and they don't seem right. transparent in any way. I think that's the big kicker here: is they they look cool because they were like space age looking, freaking. Oh, there's naked people somehow. What do I have going on here? Oh, <laughs> oh. I have, I have, oh, I have safe search people. off my on my computer. Yeah, no, oh. it's the safe search is off. All I did was search oh. for dye free medicine, and I got some naked oh. chick. So well done, well done, internet. Uh, Google, you just. Blow our minds. Uh, all right. What are we doing now? Oh, yeah, yeah, This right here. <laughs> Alternate titles. It was almost called The Hangover Over. I don't know why. I get it. It doesn't make sense. It's just. That's pretty good. No, like I think it's of. pretty good. Uh, or Adderall is Batterall. Right. <laughs> even better. Yeah, even better. All it right. Was, it was. We didn't actually talk about what did we think this. 
like what what was this drug most like? That was something that I thought about a lot. Like, it's is it most like Adderall? Yeah, what were they trying to? I would say first Adderall. thing he does. Actually, the very first thing he does is clean his apartment. Come on, yeah, really? Adderall and uh, yeah. uh, um, cocaine, right? I think there's a lot of cocaine stimulants. references. Yeah. Like you think you're doing mm-hmm. more than you actually are, possibly. Yeah, right. it's it's all right. about the stimulant speed. and High speed. Yeah, yeah, speed, all that stuff. I mean, Adderall basically is speed. It's just legal speed. Um, and Adderall is the whole idea of Adderall is focus, right? Creates focus right. And, and, and energy and you can stay up all night working on your homework and get it done and get your papers done and all that. Like, I think Adderall is the, the subject here, but the down, like the, the coming off of it, the pain and sickness and all that, that's very mm-hmm. what downers do. Um, like if you're coming off heroin addiction or you're coming off benzo addictions or whatever, that's where you end up with that stuff. So it was a kind of a weird mix and they were really good about Things like, you know, you got to taper and that's true of real drugs and and you should never dr- stop them at once or you're going to die kind of stuff or you'll cause seizures or like all those things are legit. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, and, and so many words. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got a call this week, not an email. This is a, cool. a phone call. It's a voice message. We were uh, received here at 801-471-0462. You are encouraged to do that as well. You can still email us at filmsack at gmail.com. But this call is about uh, our discussion here and there about what movies scared us as kids that we mm. probably wouldn't be so scared of now. And uh, here's this call right here. 20 seconds. Check it out. Hi, this is Keaton for Film Sack. I just wanted to call in and uh, contribute my movie that I know is not scary but scared me so bad as a kid. Uh, it was Mars Attacks. My parents were watching it, and for some reason, those aliens and turning people into skeletons and whatnot – Scared me so bad that I threw up. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> love the show. <laughs> I love his weird, weird alien talking. Yeah, that was oh, a weird yeah. movie. I we need to. Why has that never been sacked? What's our problem? How come? It was on our list and then it got pulled. Like it was, um, it was one that we had planned on watching and it uh, oh. went off streaming just before we were going to watch it. You're right. Mm-hmm. 1996. Jack Nicholson yep. was in that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was the president. President James President, Dale. President Jack. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we should do that. It's not. It was, it's on our film sad list. It's still Because we were going to watch it and then it disappeared. So, do we have an answer for his question? So is there like a movie that. Oh, we've talked about a million of them before. That's why okay. he's calling in. But we've all had. Well, we talked about the ones that scared us. But is he is he more asking like which ones made us leave the theater and throw up? Um, <laughs> I had a movie like that. It was. Um, I may have just been sick though. With the Blair Witch Project, I may have just been, oh, that was yeah, well, that was. Oh, you know what, Blair Blair Witch did make me kind of sick. I remember being in that theater oh, and yeah. I had to kind of look at my feet a lot. Uh, a little just... bit with Cloverfield. For the yeah, Cloverfield. Movie. I I had eaten two hot dogs, two large hot dogs, completely covered with jalapeno slices. Wow. That's what made you throw up. Oh, right. Okay. All right. <laughs> you weren't. You could have seen. You've got mail and thrown up. Did you go see you know, an opening the... night? Had you not heard anything? Like yes, this? it was opening night. No oh, one knew okay, anything okay. about it. I, I actually, you. I feel like Cloverfield was kind of sprung on us. I, I just had this feeling, mm-hmm. you know, like Cloverfield happened really fast, and mm-hmm. like yeah. it was an it was announced without a lot of fanfare and trailers and stuff. Yeah. Does anybody else remember that? I, I, I remember yeah. being well, pretty hyped about. Yeah, yeah, I remember being pretty hyped, but the monster was hidden, so that was kind of like right. they they had a lot of intrigue, but but not very much to it. My sister in law barfed in uh, Lion King; she had to leave. <laughs> I can't remember why. <laughs> I don't know what her name was. I also 
I also got really sick uh, while watching The Passion of the Christ in like yeah. IMAX or whatever. But I think I just had like a stomach flu and they just coincided. Yeah, that's the worst, right? Because now you associate it with it. Like maybe that movie's no big deal. But like I would hate to be that kid who got sick on, on Star Wars Day or something. Because right, then right. he's always going to think. Because that's how it was for me. If I Like if I had a bunch of Captain Crunch and then barfed on the couch, I blamed Captain Crunch for the rest of my life sure, and can hardly sure. even look at the stuff. And it would be bad to associate it with something we love, like Star Wars or whatever. But uh, I love it. If you at home, if any of you have barfed in a, because of a movie or in a movie, tell us what it was. Why not? We'll get some feedback about that, I'm sure. Email yeah, us, filmsack yeah. at gmail.com and tell us. Or 801-471-0462, just like Keaton did. Uh, by the way, just I, check Mars I Attacks. Can't. Mars Attacks is currently not streaming anywhere on services other than rentals. So we will keep our eye on it, and eventually that thing will get in. Titanic, three hours, uh, front row seats. Looked yeah. up. The oh, time. front row seats is the killer, right? I mean, yeah. it's like you you try and buy your tickets ahead of time, but if you don't and you're stuck in the front row, front row, you yeah. that that is nausea nausea inducing. It for was sure. the worst trying to mm-hmm. watch. Oh, DiCaprio yeah. go back and forth across the screen. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So there you have it. Near, far. Nope, uh, just near. Near yeah. is all it is. Uh. So there you go. That's uh that's the deal. We've done our we've done Limitless. Next week is our what movie? What is it? Oh, next week we're gonna watch Rocky Three. Oh, I am, we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch <laughs> Ratchet Rock Rocky. Come on, Rocky. <laughs> uh, we're gonna watch Rocky Three next week, and I'm excited because and I shared this with you guys recently, but I I want to just lay it out for the audience. Uh, you're listening to Film Sack for a, a decade now, and. Uh, our first Rocky movie we ever watched was Rocky Five, and then at some point we watched Rocky Four. So this is now Rocky Three. About twenty years from now, we're gonna get down to the first one, and we're gonna have to dig down and find Rocky Negative One. And I can't wait for that. Yeah, and wasn't wasn't prior to that? Wasn't he doing porn? I don't think we should do that. Oh uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's right. Uh, the what was it's his nickname, right? The um, Italian, Italian stallion. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't because he was eating subs or I don't know. Hey, there's nope. a new there's a new teaser trailer out for uh, Rambo: Last Blood. Have you seen this? So excited oh, about this! No, guys. that's a I'm fake. So thing. excited really? about this! It's no. a real name. It's, he uh his his John Rambo film that he made I don't know seven years ago or something. Yeah. He he said that was going to be the last one, and then when it when it came out, people were like, "Oh, it's a pretty good movie. You should you should make more of these." And good. he's like, "Right, it's not going to be the last one." <laughs> like, but but Sly, you said okay. Mm. So apparently, <laughs> this is really going to actually be the last one, and so. He has kind of led everyone to believe that Rocky's di- uh, Rocky Rambo is dying mm. in this film, and I I hope so. I would like to see the death of John Rambo. I think yeah. John Rambo yeah. is dying. He's protecting his land for some reason because the whole the tagline is "Get off his lawn" or something, and it looks like government agents oh, wow. or something are coming to get him. I can't tell what, but uh, he has to confront his past, meaning the first first blood past. And unearth his ruthless combat skills to exact revenge in a final mission. And it's called <laughs> Rambo Last Blood. And I can't wait for it. I cannot <sighs> I'm wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, the films that he has written and directed, or written and starred in, sorry, over the last 20 years have all been pretty good. The guy hasn't made a huge stinker that I can see. And I'm I'm including all three extend extendables film extendables the extendables. He made a movie. He made a movie <laughs> about about penis surgery. 
Now, um, all, the Expendables movies were all they all have a pretty good script, mm-hmm. and so that's why I, I like the that he's doing it again. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be good. So watch for that. I don't know when that comes out, but that'll get sacked uh, in the future. It's like man, it looks so much like Logan. It does. Oh, really? It's a very, it's a very Logan vibe. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Well, the last one was kind of like that, except he was in a foreign place. Still, I can't tell where this is set. To be honest, the teaser gives nothing away. Really, it's just him being pissed with guns. So, I guess kind of what you want. Yeah, that's what you want. Knives. It's what you pay for when you get to answer your uh, question, Scott. uh, Rambo: Last Blood is coming out in three weeks. Oh my gosh. Boy, they just snuck that right up on <laughs> really? us. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, where's the overfield? <laughs> I've been waking some things. Man. Uh, uh, although we'll be the stacking movie... this thing before you know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be on. It'll be on Netflix by October. Um, it was filmed mostly in Spain. That that interests me because you know he's one of these people. All the Extendables. I'm just going to call him that forever now. Sure. All the Extendables movies were filmed in places other than where they were set. It's it's always this like mm. weird thing where it's like oh Czechoslovakia has to stand in for Florida or whatever. But uh, th- this is the same thing. I think in the in the last movie he ends up in the United States claim- reclaiming the family farm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like Spain is the United States for this movie. I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, maybe I don't know. But uh, it's exciting. So was stuff. it originally going to be like Texas? Is like set in Texas, and he decided like. I don't like Texas. No. We're going south. <laughs> I think you know what it, what it really, honestly, could be the idea of um, somebody of a of a either a militia and or government going after John Rambo, who's holed up at some compound. Probably a little too raw of a subject in mm. America right now. You know, mm. like well, you yeah, don't want to create that. a Waco sure. or a freaking Ruby Ridge sort of scenario mm. where. I don't know that. I just think that's dan- that's that's just trippy territory that he may not want to get all wrapped up in, even this late in his career. Yeah, he's so John we'll Rambo. He don't care. Yeah, John Rambo don't give a crap. He's, he's one of the few things we know about this movie is that the MPAA kind of choked on it, mm-hmm. and they had to be they had to be convinced to give it an R rating rather than an NC seventeen. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I lo- like. Come on, what? Where? It's twenty nineteen. What what could be in a Rambo movie that mm-hmm. is is NC seventeen? I don't right. I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Hard car parn. Yeah, hard car parn. <laughs> I love good hard car parn. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, that's going to be it for us today. Don't forget, you can go to filmsack.com for everything you're looking for, including all our archive episodes. Some people have said, "Wait, where'd they can all I go?" Can I find the happiness feed? there? You can find happiness there yes. as well. Yeah. As it's well as episodes all the way back to the Kroll episode, episode one back in 2009, if you're looking for that. That's all there as well. So check that out. Voicemails again are at 801-471-0462, filmsack at gmail.com. If you're trying to email us and on Twitter, we're at filmsack. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Oh, that's me. Hi, bye. We'll see you next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. There you go. Well, uh, next, uh, uh, next on our list is Legion 2010 yes. Paul Bettany. Yes. Uh, big, yes. big faces. Yes. It, yeah. is not, it is not streaming either. No! Shut up. I really wanted to see what? Legion.